to Teachers Talk Film. This is episode 43. I'm Pete Ray. Here's my good friend, fellow teacher, Mitchell Main. Um, that was a just a beautiful, crisp, back-and-forth intro we just did. You know, I think we spent a lot of time pre-gaming how we were going to do that. It wasn't that difficult to execute. <laughs> no, yeah, the the amount of time we just spent before we hit the record button. We, we were worried about it. Yeah, there was... We phoned in the exec, executives, the directors. We, we did that because we don't really know who uh, was leading, facilitating this episode because this is the audience of none, TTF Nations episode. Um, where we review a film of their choosing. Um, that is going to be Die Hard, requested by Genevieve um, here in a second. But X-Ray, tell us how we're doing. Um, you got a couple days of summer left. What's going on? Yeah, so, I mean, this is the, the gray area, I feel like. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like summer's over. Like, I, I haven't been... You've gone back to work one day. I'm, I've got to go tomorrow, but... I. It just feels like summer is over. 100% agree. It's been arguably the best summer too. Um, but I've also just been doing schoolwork, so it hasn't felt like a traditional summer. But it's kept me primed, I feel like. But I'm ready to go back, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like that too. Especially, I don't know, new building and all that. Just everything's new. And it's, I don't know, teaching's weird because you want to get into it all, but I just kind of knew I couldn't until summer's over. So it's, it's the time is, is creeping towards just overload of information, but it's, it's exciting at the same time. Oh, definitely. Definitely. August is right around the corner. Yeah. Do you feel, how long have you been at uh, the school we're at now? Five years? I was thinking about this the other day. This is going to be my sixth year there. Yeah. Do you feel, um, do you feel bored ever? Like, like it's the, the same old slog every year? No, besides what we were just talking about with all the pre, really like pre-semester stuff. That includes like the first days we were all just the, talking um, about on direct teaching things yeah exactly like i love meeting the kids and all that um but like yeah you kind of you kind of do follow a script on the first couple days um i mean it's a good thing but yeah it kind of gets monotonous sometimes but you can't make it feel monotonous that's the thing you gotta act like this is the first time you've done this and you have enthusiasm because if you don't show that you know, it's going to be that scene in Ferris Bueller when the teacher's taking role and everybody's just dead. Yeah, but I also always feel like it's it's kind of easy the first day, at least, to to bring the energy. I still I still have butterflies every time. Oh yeah, absolutely. That that that'll never change. Yeah, and it's it's kind of there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot of moments, or not a lot, but there's a few moments during the year where I have butterflies, like before I teach, and those are always they're good moments because you're trying something new, something different. You're a little outside of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, so yeah, first day of school. It's it's m- might be my least favorite day of school, but it's also it's it's a little exciting. It gets the blood pumping. 
Exactly. Yeah, my first day is usually really casual with the kids, not trying to make them go up in front of the class and do an interpretive dance or whatever. Um, this day two, we get a little bit more interactive. Um, yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. What happens day three? Because we just talked off off camera, off pod about what we do with the first two days. What's What's day three? Day three is the nuts and bolts. This is uh, syllabus talk. This is setting those classroom norms, expectations, things like that. And it works really well for our schedule this week or this yeah. year because we go back on a three-day week. So it's like that first week, those first three days, all intro stuff. And then once we get back the next week, we start getting into it. I love the three-day week to start. Any school district that starts on a five-day week should uh, it's basically torture for everyone teachers and students involved dude yeah because i realized after day one like my voice is it's hot yeah Yeah. (laughs) i haven't done that much talking since may yeah you got we should start well maybe this podcast has helped keep us in in practice do you use your teacher voice on pod though Oh, no way. No chance. Yeah, it's definitely like you're at like a a five or a four right now. Teaching, you need to be at least at like a solid 7.58. Yeah, it is weird because I consider myself a pretty quiet person. But yeah, when you're, I don't know, the second you step in the room, it's, I feel like you probably hear my voice from three doors down. And it's just, it's. I feel like it's just how you got to be. It's how you are. And it's not that you're yelling or anything. It's just, you're talking to a room of 30 kids. You got to be, uh, you got to be vocal. It's performative. Dude, it, it kind of is. I, do you feel like teaching is a performance? I do, man. I do. Um, it goes back to that thing we talked about in the wrestler. When you have, you're walking into the classroom and everybody's chanting your name. You got to have that mindset. <laughs> it kind of is. Uh, it's almost like, uh, it's it's like Seinfeld when George says that his worlds are colliding. Mm-hmm. Like it would be really interesting. Well, I guess maybe the two of us are kind of like that. Like I've never seen you teach. You've never seen me teach. It might be weird to watch each other teach because it's it is a performance. You're kind of you're not a different person, but you are. It's a different side of yourself. Yeah, we have layers like Shrek. Yes. Uh, yes. For sure. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. That's some teacher talk. Teacher talk. Um, yeah. What? Any any other teacher related things as we uh, round out the last days of summer? Anything you're nervous about for the new year? Uh, I got two new curriculums I'm working with. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Excited for it. Keep me busy for sure. And I'm I'm excited to work with you, big dog. Uh, it'll be a good time. I'm, I've been telling you for five years now, you need to get to the high school and you've been very passive with my proposal. Um, but now you took me up on it and here we are. So I, we're about to run the school. Let me just say that. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, but no, I'm excited to work with you, man. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool beans. We will be a deadly duo. Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, I really wish we could some way 
yeah, team up a little bit. Like imagine if we could co-teach same classroom, um, like teaching it, both of us teaching at the same time, that would, we would destroy kids' minds would be blown. Well, we might have to look at our schedules cross-reference if we have any similar classes in the same hours, and we could definitely make that a possibility. Yeah, we could just do it ourselves. We could yeah. combine classes. We don't need permission. We just do it. Yeah. We could just hold court outside. <laughs> we could just rally kids who aren't even in our class before, before during passing period. Like, hey, you're coming with me. <laughs> just imagine you and me uh 60 kids in like the parking lot we're yeah. standing on the hoods of our cars yeah we, we got bluetooth speakers we got the uh the like the microphones that are attached to our ears yeah yeah we got like campaign signs along the highway we're just pulling in random people driving down the street yeah. i'm listening to me talk about the great gatsby yeah. Yeah, we get sponsored by the gas station right next to the school. <laughs> yes. We're throwing Shout out free Mountain Dew. <laughs> Shout out Maverick. Yep. Yep. Man. That Possibilities. Little... Yeah. <laughs> um all right. Let's let's transition to uh movie talk. Let's do it. Uh like we've talked about, this is our, our dad movie series, our first series we started with. Um uh, I've, I've been pumped with dad movies. I, I think I, I used, before we started this, before we watched Bloodsport, before we watched uh, all the dad movies we've watched, I think I would have said, I hate dad movies, but mm. I think now my feelings have changed. Um, especially maybe just going in, knowing this is going to be a dad movie. I think that helps a lot, but I love dad movies now. I think I'm, um, I wouldn't say I'm as amped as you are. Um, I will say a lot of what I thought was reinforced prior to, um, just a little snippet of my review out of the three that we've watched, Magnificent Seven, Shawshank, and Die Hard, this surprisingly is my least favorite. Oh, yeah. And I would say this is the most dad movie of the three. Okay. Okay. Um, but anyways, I don't, I'm not the one to recommend an action flick. Um, I yeah. might be getting ahead of myself here before we jump into this review. But Yeah. So let's just lay out what we're going to do. We're going to, right now we're going to do a Mount Rushmore, a top four um, dad movies. Then we're going to review Die Hard. Then we're going to kind of wrap up our dad movie series with like our, our takeaways from dad movies. What have we learned? What are our feelings as we reflect back on, dude, I sound so much like a teacher right now. You do. Yeah. Were, this is the, you're introducing our exit ticket. As we reflect back <laughs> on uh, everything that we have filled our brains with the past three weeks. And then we're going to launch into our, our next series. So that's coming at the end of the episode. Wait, so what are we doing? Oh, don't get me started, young man. Oh, man. I'm prepping you. I'm priming you for August. Dude, there's so many kids like that. You just, you, like, I just crushed. I just crushed exactly what we're going to do. I laid it out perfectly. There's no way anybody could not know what we're doing. And then we start. It's time to go. Let's do it. And 
kids just sit there. Yep. And I've learned that I I just naturally repeat instructions like three times. Um, and because yeah. in one of my AP classes, they're like, you repeat instructions way too much. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm just used to it because I frequently get the what are we doing question every time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, I also, sorry, this is back in the teacher talk, but I also, I almost now I will say the instructions. I will have the instructions on a slide behind me and I'll have it on like a doc. Yeah, multiple points of reference. You're getting three ways you can get it, and it's still not enough. I don't. It'll just never be enough. And then, do you do the three before me policy? Um, I don't. I don't. Yeah, not really. I I should. I but. should more. I have a poster that's just sitting somewhere. I need to pull it back out. Three before me. You read the instructions. You ask a neighbor. Um, you look around the room, and if none of your questions are answered through that then you ask me the teacher yeah no i i'm definitely i get a little too caught up and uh i just i like answering people's questions so yeah you like to hear yourself talk no i don't i don't (laughs) i do know that uh i probably know the answer about what we're doing better than anybody so it's probably just easier to ask me i understand that that's right you're the quarterback of the whole operation yeah but it would be great if kids could just you know I don't, they don't need me, yeah. which they, they don't, they just don't realize that yeah, for sure. All right. Um, Mount Rushmore. So our, our top four dad movies, this is perfect to do a Mount Rushmore because um, Mount Rushmore, kind of the dads of the United States, right? Mm, good connection. Like that? Yeah. I like that. I like that. So uh, hit me with your, your first one, your um, I guess, George Washington, we could say. Okay. Oh, so we'll go back and forth here. Yeah. Okay. Or do you um, want to do a lot? You you take it. No, I think it's more exciting if we go back and forth. But if we have the same ones, it's not a draft. We can we can have the same ones. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, George Washington here is going to be Top Gun. Mm. Epitome of a dad movie. I can't believe I didn't think of Top Gun to review. I guess we did Maverick already. So, um, but Top Gun, the the original OG. Just prime dad movie. Yeah, do you think the original one is more dad movie than Maverick? Absolutely. I'd agree, I'd have, yeah. yeah. Maverick kind of transcended dad movie territory, and like so many so many of my students were talking about it. Yeah, it kind of hit Gen X, Gen Z, and Millennials alike. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Top Gun. Maybe, maybe dad movies can do, but okay. Um. I really just picked movies that my dad has watched and I remember him talking about like when I was a kid. So my first movie is A River Runs Through It. Mm. Uh, That's um, Is that Brad Pitt? Yeah, he's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned this when we did our Legends of the Fall episode Mm because those two movies are very similar. Um and Brad Pitt is in both of them, right? Isn't Brad Pitt in Legends? Yeah, of the he's Fall? in. Yeah, he's got the luscious yeah. long locks. Yeah, bear attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, it's about fly fishing. Um, so, like, I think that's all you need to know for it to be a dad <laughs> movie. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just such a dad movie, and it's about like a dad and his kids. So that and I I like it. It's also one of my favorite 
books. It's not, I guess it's a short story more than a book, but it's awesome. River runs through. That's a great choice. Great choice. Um, kind of maybe your, your X factor of your Mount Rushmore. Um, who's the second head on Mount Rushmore? You know, I didn't really want to go too far into the heads because I, I think I would not know them all. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln's up there. Yeah. I want to say Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. It's not Teddy Roosevelt, is it? No, I don't think so. Uh, we don't have to do that. Let's um, let's just number two here. Uh, kind of the same thing. Just what did my stepdad watch when I was younger? And Back to the Future mm. rings a bell. I feel like you'll see that in any you'll see that poster in any man cave. Um, yeah. Uh, the DeLorean, just a great poster. Yeah, great poster. Lots of set pieces that dads just ooze over. Um, the, the air mags, um, just classic shoes that you can never wear. That's a good, maybe not so much anymore, but when back when that came out in the eighties, dads could have watched that movie when he goes back to like the fifties and been like, Oh, that's, that's how my life was. Like, that's how I met your mom. Like that's the tie-ins work. Yep. And I feel like it's a movie every dad will show their kid at some point be like you have to watch this back to the future yes great point yeah Yeah, so they they could make that now and yeah he could go back to the 80s and yeah our parents would be like this is exactly how my life was exactly yeah nostalgia Yeah. yeah um my next pick i gotta put a western in there um i my dad loved westerns so I'm going to go with Tombstone, though. Mm. Yeah, that's way up there on the dad movies. Tombstone, uh, I'll Be Your Huckleberry. It's a very quotable movie. You get um, Kevin Costner, might be the most dad actor of all time. Um, Very true. Wait, Kevin Costner's not in that. Are you thinking of... um, um, What was I thinking? I was just talking about Top Gun. Um, Yeah. It's Val Kilmer. Yeah, and, Val uh, Kilmer. Kurt Kilmer. Russell. I don't know why I thought of Kevin Costner. Anyways, Ke- oh, because he's in my next movie. That's why. Okay. I got it. Field of yeah. Dreams is your next one? No, but no. it's another baseball movie. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll leave him hanging with that. Um, I don't like this movie particularly. Like, or I, I like it. I enjoyed it. Um. But I gotta put it up here because I do think it's another dad movie exemplar, and it's Die Hard. Um, okay. I, yeah, I do think it is a dad movie um, through and through, and I'm sure we'll talk about why. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my Kevin Costner movie is Bull Durham. Mm, great choice. My father-in-law loves that movie. Yeah, and I, I really like that movie. It's funny. It's about baseball, so dad's big time. Um, and like I said, Kevin Costner might be in, he's in so many dad movies. He is. Like you said, Field of Dreams, he's in, um, what's the one? Oh, shoot, it's super long. He's out in the wilderness. He meets the Native Americans. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's another dad movie. I'm not going to be able to think of it. This is killing me. All right, I'll look it up while you... Okay. 
um, with the number four, the fourth head here, if you will. Um, I got to do it. Four is Gump. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah, because it's just it taps into so many different things. It taps into sports, football, um, a lot of historical things. We know dads love to talk about history. And there's a lot of history references in there. Um, big name actor and Tom Hanks. So, yeah, Forrest Gump. Um, I was thinking of, uh, oh, my God, I just got, I went off the page. Dances with Wolves. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to say that Forrest Gump is the most overrated movie of all time. I might and, have to agree with you. And it's because dads, because dads just <laughs> think that it's the best movie ever made. I might have to agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, man, that was a great, great choice. Um, my last one's kind of weird, but I'm just looking towards the future to when like weird dads, um, the dark Knight will mm. become the most dad movie ever. Can I, can I follow that with a question that I was dying to ask you? Yeah. Um, so I was thinking as I was watching Die Hard, like how will the dad movie archetype evolve with the upcoming generations. And you kind of just gave me a little nugget to that. So explain. Well, I mean, you think of us and people our age, 20 somethings like we force that's going to become our force gum. Like Mm -hmm. we're the group of people that is like the dark Knight is the best movie ever made. Like it, and it, I don't know, it changed movies for us growing up. I feel like so when we have kids i i imagine movies are going to be uh i don't know different in 10 years and the dark knight is gonna be i don't think it'll be like corny will it uh, it might be i think yeah no i think it'll be one of the more raw visceral dad movies yeah i think they will be like dad movies of the future are just gonna be superhero movies though yeah 100 percent yeah, so I, I guess probably eventually, I don't know, superhero movies will die out. And then like kids will be like, game. yeah, kids will be like, ah, superhero movies are stupid. They're for old people. Exactly. I, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, that is interesting to get try and get into all that. Because I'm the traditional art action movie, like a Die Hard, has kind of fizzled out. And it's kind of... True transformed itself into the superhero world and so i still think it'll be that high action but yeah that's a great point that's a great point yeah like i when i went and saw the new mission impossible like there's just not as many of those that are coming out now or they're just terribly made and just straight to netflix yeah 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 that's interesting Hmm. i'm glad i threw that in there yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like the whole like legend of Heath Ledger and the Joker, like mm-hmm. some of that will start to fade away probably. And like, I feel like that's why a lot of people key in on the dark night is because like uh, just everything surrounding Heath Ledger and the Joker and how amazing that was. If you don't know all that, does it make the Joker all that amazing? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it still does, but I don't it's know. Gr- Maybe it's it'll be a, a great story. talking point in 30 years. Yeah. Kid, kids in like eighth grade will be like, yeah, you know, that that guy that played the Joker, like 
committed suicide after that because he played the Joker. Right. Now, I remember that rumor being spread when I was in high school. It's kind of like how this is off topic, but it's kind of like I'm excited to tell my future teenage kid about like Mac Miller. Yes. Like that'll be a great talking point. I'll be able to show them his whole discography. And yeah, I'm excited for that type of stuff. Even just I love telling my students about like what rap was like, even when I was just in high school. Mm -hmm. It was so different even 10 years ago. Um, Like you had like four main guys like that was it. Right. And it's just so different now. There's so much more. There's too much. I agree. We need it. We need a hard reset. Trim the fat. Trim the fat. Yeah. All right. Um, Mount Rushmore dad movies. I liked it. We had a very good list, I think. I think we both we both have great like dads in mind. Like you have the yeah. the hard nosed blue collar westerner dad in mind, and I have kind of the the city dad who, you know, family oriented dude. Um yeah, both great dads in their own respects, but dad movies nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we move on to another great dad movie, or maybe not great. We will <laughs> we'll soon find out. Um, I didn't write a poem because I didn't even know who's going to be hosting this. So All good. Uh, I do want to say I would have written a fantastic poem for Die Hard. Okay. Well, um, maybe you can do it next week for extra credit. Okay. Okay. Um, 1988, NYPD cop John McClane's plan, plan to reconcile with his estranged wife is thrown for a serious loop when minutes after he arrives at her office, the entire building is overtaken by a group of terrorists. With little help from the LAPD, wisecracking McLean sets out to single-handedly rescue the hostages and bring the bad guys down. Mm. Literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> if um, that's not a synopsis of the most dad movie ever, I don't know what is. Especially, I like that they put in wisecracking in there. Yeah, like, that's know. a big. I feel like that's a big time point that I would like to make of what makes this a dad movie. And to just say, bring them down too. Yeah, especially did it literally say bring the bad guys down? Yeah, it literally says bring <laughs> the bad guys down. That's every dad movie ever is to <laughs> like, bring the bad let's guys. Let's not make down. it too complicated. Let's just let's just pin these guys as the bad guys and. They need to be brought down. <laughs> Especially, you really know that they're the bad guys because they have an accent. Like yeah. <laughs> that, that just makes it the bad guys right away. Yeah. Well, we seem to have so much joy starting off. So tell me why you hate Die Hard. <laughs> hate, is <a> str- <laughs> hate is a strong, <laughs> a strong, strong word. Uh, like I said, I'm not the one to request an action movie. Yeah. Um, which made me think, am I ready to be a dad yet? Um, and after oh. watching this movie, my answer is, based on my movie taste, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you one thing I love about this movie, and I think all dad movies have it, like an element of cheesiness. An element yes. of cheese, if you will. Um, like, where do I even start with the cheese in this? I think, like Blade, the technology is just, it's yes. 80s technology, right? But it's obviously just super cheesy um you know they, the directory yeah like it's that like windows one software and i get why they did it to show that she's not using his last name anymore 
but it's just like that that took him like 10 minutes to find out where she was at <laughs> what about when he's signing in um at the very beginning and he's trying to find his wife on the directory and the guy's like or john's like oh look at this and the guy at the front desk is like yeah if you have to take a leak it'll help you find your zipper <laughs> yeah like yeah great dad line right there great dad line so many great dad lines that's another part of the cheese that i was gonna mention um along with the technology i mean happy trails hans yeah welcome to the party pal yeah um, just classic dad lines that you know you know every dad is saying um i, I have some some more that i wrote down he says now i know what a tv dinner feels like when he's in the <laughs> vent like that's that's a great one um the come to the coast we'll get some drinks have a few laughs and he's like you can tell he's pissed off that he <laughs> came out here that's a great one um then the one where he uh the guy's on the table shooting him and he's like next time you have a chance to kill me like you shouldn't hesitate me shoots him and then he just says thanks for the advice like that's <laughs> just a dad delivery dad line yeah there's there's very many of those throughout and the most famous one of them all yes yippee ki beep beep beeper <laughs> <laughs> uh classic when i when i thought of die hard like that's the first thing i think of is that line yeah, and I didn't realize I didn't realize why he was saying it and why he's saying it makes it even more of a dad movie that he's imitating a Western movie mm-hmm. and like a Western actor like that makes it even more dad movie. There was a perfect like our our loop, our dad movie loop was closed that we started with Magnificent Seven and then there's so many Western tie ins in Die Hard. Right. Yeah, it's it makes you laugh. For sure. Yes. Because it is just so so cheesy is the best way to put it. Not as cheesy as Blade, which I think I if there was even a little bit more cheese, I would have liked it a little bit more even. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's they they don't quite get to the, the some mother efforts just like to ice skate uphill territory. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is golden, man. I need that tattoo to put it on my tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best but line I, of all time. <laughs> I think that's. I think it does find a good balance where it's not taking itself too seriously, but at the same time, like we, you're not laughing at it. You're not making yeah. fun of it. Right. Yeah. Thank you for saying that line, though. That just boosted me with some serotonin levels. <laughs> the delivery too of Wesley Snipes when he says, <laughs> "Oh, it's just so perfect. The shades yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, it's just the best." That's, I would really, if I could, I'd really like that, like above the door of my classroom. Yeah, <laughs> I could just point to it sometimes and be like, "Hey, today's just one of those days, guys. This is what we're, you guys are doing for some reason." Yeah, <laughs> just play that clip. Um, I mean, we got to talk about John McClane. Is he just? I he's got to be one of the coolest, maybe not coolest, just best movie characters ever. Dude, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like easiest Halloween costume. If you're yes. in a bunch, like a pinch, like you just throw on that white tank top, some dress pants, and you're good. Maybe no take shoes. a red sharpie. Yeah, you don't even need shoes, man. Um, you could write Carl on your arm. Yes, with the <laughs> um, 
he is awesome. And then like as the the story progresses, like he just becomes even more battered and bruised and like he's just walking around and it looks like he's just charcoaled up. Like he, yeah. he has a cool transformation. His progression throughout, like even in the beginning, you kind of like him because he's just I feel like he is a dad. He's just kind of he's kind of annoyed by things. Um he's he annoyed hates by Californians. <laughs> yeah, that's another element too. He's just annoyed by all the people that he's around. Um, yeah, he just doesn't agree with like the the scene that he has seen. And then yeah, as we get through uh just the blood and grease and grime that gets all over him, he's just he's awesome, man. I feel like a dad like working out or something in the gym or like in their garage gym just pumping iron and they would say pumping iron. Um yes they would think of John McClane as motivation to finish their workout. Totally. Yeah, totally. Like he's, he's up there with Schwarzenegger in that regard of yeah. just being a dude's dude. Yep. Schwarzenegger, McClane, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Wesley mm. Snipes. Oh There's my God. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. There's none better. That Mount Rushmore, that foundation is never breaking. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Willis is the man. Um, can we can we also say is Bruce Willis as a name better than John McClane for the sake of the character? Dude, John McClane's such a good name though. But yeah, I love Bruce Willis though. Bruce Willis is is a name. Yeah, it is a name indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right. They could have gone either way. It's a man's name, I guess. Bruce McClane. Bruce McClane. John Willis, come on, both yeah, of those. That's work. hard. Yeah, yeah, he was born to be John McClane. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's talk about some other characters, though, because I think another thing about dad movies, like character archetypes are easily defined. That's what I was just going to mention, actually, is like you have to talk about Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber as the epitome villain. You mentioned the accent, which yeah. I'm not totally buying that accent. Is he is he actually German? That actor, Alan Ruckman. I do not know if he's German. I I know he played Snape. Um, oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, that's where I know him from. Um, but yeah, Hans Gruber. Uh, I just think they're again one of the best duos in in any movie ever. Like not dad movie excluded. Just the two of them battling each other is amazing yeah some of the best parts are when they're talking to each other via the yes. walkie-talkie and it's just like the suspense he was born in west london apparently so i guess it's i guess it will pass um what well, that's not even that's not germany <laughs> it's foreign though i mean like yeah i mean still when he, i wrote down what kind of accent is this yeah he doesn't sound like the Beatles, though. Yeah, but I don't think dads are asking that question either. At the same true, time, true, true. They just know he doesn't sound. He does not sound like John McClane. Yeah, this guy is not American. I don't like him. <laughs> um, but no, they have a great villain hero connection. And again, I mentioned the the walkie talkie scenes. Um, I love his little his little motley crew too. The dudes with. There's the Russian with the glasses who he kills early on. There's the other dude at the very end. Carl. Yeah. Is that Carl at the very end? 
Who's just hell bent on killing him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. He's got a good motley crew. I mean, one of a younger child's nightmares. Um, yeah. I mean, what else could you ask for in a villain? And then you mentioned like the other character archetypes as well. Dude, Argyle, the limo driver. <laughs> he is hilarious. Um, all, just all his parts are funny. Well, I love when they keep cutting to him in the limo and he's, he's just talking on the phone with women as there's terrorists <laughs> yeah. taking over the building he's in. Yeah. As the kids would say, he's just vibing. Yeah. <laughs> um, even and he, um, he doesn't realize what's going on until 15 minutes left in the film. <laughs> yeah. As he's in the parking garage. <laughs> even I think it is his name. Ellis, the like business guy. Yeah. Like even he is just not a real person. Nobody like that ex- really exists, but just it plays another perfect little like side villain. Um, so he's perfect. So yeah, every character in here is, is fantastic and also not real. And then of course you got to mention, uh, Al. Yes. Is that the, the cop? Yeah. The cop Al. He Great might be. Friendship. Yeah. My favorite performance and character in the whole thing. Great performance. You know, like at the end when they're, when, John escapes with his wife and like he's never seen Al eye to eye but then yeah. they just look at each other and they both just know this is who I've been talking to through this whole ordeal and since we were talking about names that the actor that plays him his name is Reginald Vell Johnson that's a name see he should have just been named Reginald just one like Drake like Beyonce yeah or or just Sergeant Vell Johnson in the movie yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, but he yeah, plays, awesome. um, he plays a dad in a lot of sitcoms, right? Am I am I mistaken? That's what I was. I'm pretty sure he's in one of those. Yes. I mean, Is if he's he not with the uh, Urkel. Yeah, Family Matters. There we go. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Perfect for that role. Perfect for the police officer role in this movie too. Yeah. Um. You also you mentioned it being an action movie, I thought that, I mean, it was ridiculous, but I, I liked the action in it. I wasn't like, I feel like a lot of action movies today. I just get bored with like the chase scenes just last forever. And I don't care about them. I thought they were kind of creative. Um, in this, there's that one where like, I don't know, chasings now last like 15 minutes long and it's just full on action the whole time. There was that one where he like it almost stops for a second where he's got to like go through the elevator shaft like it's it slows down. We have him holding on to the gun mm-hmm. like he's not he's not it's not he's not running. It's not a full running chase scene. It's slowed down a little bit. So I liked that it I don't know. I felt like there was variety between guys just getting shot, which is sweet. The glass shattering and all that and the. I don't know. There was a good tempo to it. There's the the quick scenes that have a lot of suspense packed in those quick scenes. You mentioned the one with um, where he's kind of like got the gun propped between the elevator shaft and he's hanging on by the strap of the gun. There was that one. I was going to point to that. And then the other one where he um, he's scaling the building towards the end of the movie and he's got the hose. Oh, yeah. And he's and he jumps and then like the the hold of the hose breaks and then he has to like shoot himself through the window. Um, Amazing. Just 
ingenuity beyond belief there. How about that shot too during that scene where it's just his bloody feet on the the window? Like that is nasty. You would have think you would have thought Tarantino directed with all the feet shots. Yeah. For, <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I love Die Hard. I it, it was the first time I've seen it, like the whole thing I'd seen scenes from it, but I yeah, I loved it. I I kind of came in thinking that it was not going to be great and yeah, I loved it. I think that it is like you said, it's a classic it's a classic movie. It's a dad movie. It is. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, <laughs> you knew I was going to ask you. No. I agree. Yeah, I refuse. Uh, no, that's a no to even answering your question. I won't even answer your question. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, to satisfy the listener, I don't think it's a Christmas movie because I feel like a Christmas movie, you have to deal with some element of Christmas rather than just the setting. You know what I mean? This is just a Christmas party where this is taking place, really. Um, and you can make... Yeah, family coming together. That's a theme with a lot of Christmas movies, but it's a stretch. This is an action movie. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about what you didn't like? I think it's like just the nature of an action movie. Yeah. Like within the first 10 minutes, you know how the whole movie is going to end. That's true. Um, it's like it's one where I... I catch myself wanting to look at my phone every once in a while. Um, and it's one where you can look at your phone and you're not going to miss anything. True. Dads love that. They love to walk out. Nap halfway yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> Pull some weeds, come back in and not yeah. miss anything. I um, would say that it's an endlessly rewatchable movie. And maybe that adds to it that you don't have to be keyed in the whole time. For sure. It's one that you can, yeah, you can throw on when it's on TNT and there's 40 minutes left and you can just be like, oh, let's just watch Die Hard and you're not going to need to ask any questions. Yeah. Dad's like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's not what I gravitate towards. Yeah. And that's that. There's nothing wrong with it. I Do you want my score? Yeah, let's hear it. I gave it a 74. Wow. It's a solid C, you know, it's doing what it needs to do. Um, before, well, what do you, what do you, what did you give it? And what do you think people on the old Rotten Tomatoes are giving it? I gave it an 89. Um, yeah, I liked it. I almost bumped it up to a 90. Um, but yeah, an 89. I think it's like you said, it does what it needs to do, but I think it does that extremely well, what it sets out to do. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And that's just not for me. And it's not a critique. Um, I feel like the Rotten Tomatoes score has got to be in the 90s. It is. Both audience and critics, 94. Wow. But then yeah, look I at this. Die Hard 2, 70. Die Hard with a Vengeance, 58. My question is, I wonder if those films are that much different than each other or the buzz from the first one just fizzled out. The only thing I know about the sequels is what I've learned from The Office, where Michael Scott is talking with his uh, co-workers about like that John McClane is just a regular guy, and then in the later ones, he's not. He's like too crazy. Because, I mean, this one, he just gets thrown into this situation, and mm -hmm. it's like, you can't recreate that. Yeah. 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 
This is a one and doneer. I feel like I agree. Sure. I don't think I will ever watch the sequels. Yeah, yeah. But it's just there's a huge drop off, and it's like, yeah, I don't know if you can replicate this. Yeah, kind of like the Fast and Furious phenomena. Right. I feel like the only series that has gotten better is the Mission Impossible's. Um, yes. Could but even then, I'm not dying to go see those. So. Yeah, it is what it is. No complaints. Yeah. Um. So that's Die Hard. If you had to one characteristic, only one, to say this is what makes a dad movie, what, what would it be? And I can For go for all dad movies. Yeah. If you just had to, if this movie has this one thing, it's gonna pretty good chance it's a dad movie. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, dude, energy. Oh, that's that was my answer. <laughs> my answer was gonna be like a a dude that is better than than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley Snipes, yeah, your Mount Rushmore, they all fit into that that category. Yeah, even in the Magnificent Seven, it's like we talked about we want to be those cowboys, but we know we can't. Yeah, I want Charles Bronson's baseball bat arms chopping. Yeah. Wood. You want to be as wise as Morgan Freeman, yeah. as Red, yeah. yeah, as sly as Tim Robbins, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just an unattainable level of dudeness that we we won't reach. As bloody as John McClane, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe on Halloween I can pull it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. All what right. do you think? No, I agree. It's just dudes, man. That's what a dad movie is. It's dudes. No. Which yeah, that's all you, I think you would kind of think the opposite, that a dad movie would have tons of women in them, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, they're really. thrown to the side. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> that might be the other thing that defines a dad movie, is just, like, uh, maybe 5% of the movie is devoted to a female character. Right. Yeah, like, even <laughs> at the end of this movie, like, he reunites with his wife... But then he 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 appears to be more excited to see Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I would say all of the women in dad movies could be played by a like mannequin. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, kind of not good, but that, yeah. I'm dad movies. That's true, though. We talked about in, in um, Shawshank. There just are no women. Yeah. <laughs> There's one, but yeah, like you said, she's viewed as a sinner. Uh, she's a cheater. Yeah. Well, it's so good that we can we can point those two sides of these dad movies out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, that, um, this concludes the dad series. Yes, it does. You want to tell them about about series number two that we're embarking on? Yeah. So series number two, uh, we actually kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the episode because it's on our minds. Um, and that is school. So our, our next series is going to be school movies. Now, an important distinction to make. These are not movies that we like you see while you're in school, because we could definitely do that series at some point. Good Just, point. But no, let's yeah. not do that, though. <laughs> OK, we do that. We do that for our lives. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these are movies that take place that center around the characters are going through school. I like that. Good distinction. Yeah, so there's there's many there's many great options to choose from, um, but I believe I'm going first. Correct? You are. You are. 
All right, so I, I picked a movie that I've not seen that I've heard my students talk about. We actually also alluded to this in our episode. I can't believe we're doing this. We're just so good. Um, Keith Ledger. Mm, great callback. Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm. Streaming on Disney+. Plus. Um, I really don't know much about it. Um, I, I feel like it's a teen movie. It takes place in school, I think. So I think it's going to work out for us. I'm happy that I can use one of these movies to actually watch with my wife this time. Because there's no way she was watching Die Hard or Shawshank. Um, But she will watch 10 Things I Hate About You. And I'll ask for her input for the next ep. I like it. So next episode 44, we'll get into 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, Yeah, school movies. Yeah, Give us some suggestions. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Teacher Film Talk. Yep. Thank you, Genevieve. Real one. OG from day one. Um, stay up to date on things. Do you have anything else, X-Ray? I'm not. Or I don't. I'm not. I'm not anything else. <laughs> you're, not, you're just a dude. Yeah. yeah. Just a dude. All right. Well, until next time, school series. Enjoy the little bit of your summer that is left. Stay out of the heat. Enjoy it. Take care of yourself. Do your homework. And peace out. Peace out.